Today's daf is Tezayin. We take up in the middle of Pevav Amud Bet. One behind. We'll try to catch up today. So this is, we are about 10 lines down, 12 lines down in the wide lines on Pevav Amud Bet. Okay, so we had, we had a whole mission that spoke about three types of Gitin that were Pasul, and one, two versions that did not have full Eidus. Either it was the husband's uh, handwriting, or it was only one aid. The question was, was it one aid plus the husband's handwriting, or one aid plus the sofa's handwriting counts as two Eidim? Anyway, um, and that was interesting. Was that according to Rabbi Meir that you need signatures? But those constitute signatures? That's at least what Tosa said. And at the end of the mission it said that Rabbi Eliezer says, you know what? It doesn't have to have any signatures. As long as you gave it in front of Edim, it's good l'chatchila. And not only by a get, even by other shtarot, if you have a shtarchov, a debt of, a lo- of loan, um, and um, it was given in front of Edim, normally the only time uh, liens are created in a loan is if you have a, sh- a document, um, and we assume a signed document, document, but the very has no, a document with witnesses external to the document counts as a document and creates liens. Okay, so that's Rabbi Eliezer's position that Ede Mesirakarti, the witnesses who see it and observe it, those are the essential ones, and those are the ones their Eidos essentially combines with the document and creates the document as a document of testimony um, that works for Get and works for other Shtarot. Okay, so Rabbi Eliezer, I'm going to offer peace. Now, yeah, because of the end about Nechassim Mishbadim, this is not explicit, but the end it says Nechassim Mishbadim, although it is true that Rashi has one read that Nechassim Mishbadim means that she can collect her ksuva from Nechassim Mishbadim, but then it's a little strange, why is that then a chiddish, once she's divorced, she's divorced. Anyway, so on the, on the basis of the get, without the ksuva, she could do it. Anyway, the Gemara certainly understands that he makes a global statement, as we're about to see, because the question that comes from the Gemara is, how do we, do we rule like him or not, and if we rule like him, do we rule like him in all areas? or just by Gitin. Now, logically, you would say, heck, you know, just Dine Mominus, that's an easier area, you know. Basin can do what they want, Hefker Basin, Hefker, etc. Gitin is a personal status issue, so you would expect there would be more hesitancy to rule like him by Gitin. But actually, we're going to find the opposite, and for a good reason. A get is something that it, um, you know, it basically uh, has to satisfy the technical requirements, um, and once it does, it changes status, it's an instrument, and so on. Whereas, by a star, the concern there is a, a question. One of the reasons that you only have means when there's a star is because then it's a matter of public record. People have to be able to be protected. People have to be able to know that if they're buying property, it might have means on it, right? So you could understand a very pragmatic reason why you need something that's more objectively accessible type of documentation by other starot than you have by Gitin. So let's take a look at the Gemara. Amar Avyur Amarav, Haloch Rabbi Eliezer B'Gitin. We like Rabbi Eliezer by that you don't need the signatures in the document just wi- to witness it being given. You um, like him? Yeah, we do hold like him. Even by other documents, monetary documents, as I said, creating liens where there it's more of a pra- pragmatic issue of having something as a matter of public record. Does Rav think we don't rule like him by Shars? You see, it's not just Rashi. You collect from uh, encumbered property. It sounds like by other Shtarot, this is a really creates a star. So, so, so the Gemara says, um, Re, uh, Rabbi Eliezer talked to him. And nobody is debating Rabbi Eliezer's position. Rabbi Eliezer says it both by Gitin and another star wrote. 
So Rav, Savar Kavasi Bechad or Polygoli Bechad. The question is, how do we rule like? So Rav rules like him by Gittin, but not by other Shtarov. Bechayin Amar Rabbi Yaakov, Bar Idi Amar Rabbi Yosho, Ben Levi, Halach Rebbe Leaz of Gittin. We rule like him for Gittin. Rebbe Amar Afilu Reach Haget Einbo. So now Rebbe Yana goes the opposite position. Are you kidding me? If you have a, doc, a get without signatures, it doesn't even have the width of a get, which as we know means it doesn't even create problems for Kahanim, for Kahuna. It's so obviously not a get. So Gemara says, Rebbe Yana, he lays lead Rebbe Lezer? Should Rebbe Yana not hold like Rebbe Lezer? So Hachito, meaning the Gemara just considers it like astounding, because everybody here holds like Rebbe Lezer. So the Gemara says, you know what he does? No, 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 of course, for Rebbe I pass him like Rebbe Lezer. But those that argue on Rebbe Lezer takes a diametrically opposed position. And they say, not only is it not kosher, it's not even a get. It doesn't even create a reyach haget. There's not even a whiff of a get. Okay, so it's mamish opposite extremes. Because it's true, if you think that the fundamental definition of a star is a signed document, then if you say, oh, there was people who watched it being given, you say, what the heck do I care? That's not a document. It's not even signed. Right? Now that I gave you, a, I gave you a, a check, and I didn't sign it, but I had two people watching me give you the check, right? You'd laugh me out of the room. Like, <laughs> it's not a check. It's not signed. So as he says, for those that argue on Rebbe Eliezer, this is a joke. This isn't even a reyach again. Personally, I possibly like Rebbe Eliezer, but it is fascinating that the Gemara doesn't sound like he possibly like Rebbe Eliezer, but the Gemara is so insistent that everybody possibly like Rebbe Eliezer. Okay? So the Gemara says like this. It doesn't even have a whiff of a get. Should we think that Rabbi Yochanan doesn't hold the No, I know, they're so insistent that everybody holds the like Rebbe Lezer. There was a Rabbana that disagreed. I understand. And that Rabbana is Rabbi Meir, no small fry. Do we like him or not? Before he got a chance to ask him, Rav Huna died. So Rav, his son said, This is what my father said, or some say, it should be, we will like him. And our rabbis, who are expert in matters of law, okay, we'll see who those are. Mishum Rabbeinu say in the name of our Rebbe of Rav, Amru, they said, we will like him. Which is apparently the Rav Seinu Habikim B'tvar Lacha. Some say, and not, so they all, not only ended in that, that this is the position, but the students of our master, the students. I'm the, the students of Rav, Mishum Rabbeinu, the name of Rav, Amar Lach Rebbe Lezer Begitin, V'chein ki asa Ravi and Amar Rebbe Lezer, Amar Rav, Halach Rebbe Lezer Begitin. That's got to be one of the easy, quickest commands there. Halach Rebbe Lezer Begitin, Halach Rebbe Lezer Begitin. But presumably not Bishtarot, which is interesting. So on the one hand, sort of completely seeing, rejecting the possibility that somebody doesn't really like him Begitin, but on the other hand, very much emphasizing that it might only be by Gedin, not by Bishtarot. Yes. When did it change from Rabbi and Lezer to Rabbi Lezer? Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't know. I mean, now sometimes, no, the missing thing, it might have been Rebbe Elazar, not Rebbe Eliezer. Oh, well, actually, no. If you look, Armageddon says Rebbe Eliezer, but the size is Sarek Lemmer Elazar. Okay? So there is two Tanayim, a Rebbe Eliezer and a Rebbe Elazar. Wasn't that Rebbe Eliezer in the very beginning, though? Yeah, but against Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Eliezer that we had way at the beginning of the Masechet, Rebbe Eliezer and Rebbe Meir, that's this Rebbe Eliezer. This is the one. But it's Rebbe Eliezer, yeah, it seems like it's Rebbe Elazar. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but this is the one we've been dealing with since the beginning of the Masechet. Okay, let's go on. 
Two people sent two Gitin which are identical because they both, by total chance, their names and their wives' names were the exact same. Now that raises questions. Can a get be kosher if it's not Muchach Mitocho? Right? If it's not testifying, like if it says, Reuven ben Yaakov from New York divorced his wife Sarah Bas Rachel. And there are two Reuven ben Yaakovs or ten Reuven ben Yaakovs with wives of Sarah Bas Rachel. You know, open up a phone book, right? You know, imagine you're in Israel, right? You open up how many people have the same last name you know, whatever. And uh, you'll find people that wives are the same last thing. So anyway, so is it even a good get if if it's not obvious who it's talking about? So that, like, is more of a problem, according to Rabbi Nayer, that sort of needs it to be a testimony, you know, that, that, that the get itself has to be written testimony. You could ask, let's say you can't figure out from the get, like, who it's referring to. But the, this mission is not concerned with that. It's got two identical gitin. It assumes the gitin are okay. And they sent one shaliach, both of these guys, these chachamim, they sent they, they both gave him, a, you know, identical gitim and had him go and the same shaliyah to go deliver these gitim to their wives. Okay, these gitim that look exactly identical. So, of course, he mixed them up, okay? And he ate him too. And, uh, yeah, or whatever. The shaliyah didn't know who the Adam were. Okay, right. That's true. You could figure if you had that information. What? He doesn't remember who the Zeus. What do you mean? Uh, like I, I was given one by one guy, one by the other. I put them both in my back pocket. I don't remember who gave me which. You know, that's like that's like the story. Okay, now nah, I haven't told the joke in a while. Guy, two guys go to a restaurant. They sit down, and one guy says, "You know, I'll have like the uh, scrambled eggs and the uh, you know and and, and coffee." And the other one says, "Yeah, I'll also have the scrambled eggs and coffee, but make sure to bring me it in a clean glass." So the waiter comes back a few minutes later and says, "Okay, which one of you had the clean glass?" <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, anyway, so, Montana, so, so anyway, so the guy says, all right, anyway, I'm sorry, I skipped, I skipped that. Anyway, so he doesn't remember who's it is, okay? So, Ushneim Luzu, Sikach, Avana, so nothing. And he's our root, nothing, Ushneim Luzu, Ushneim Luzu. So no problem. Give both to one wife and both to the other wife. One of the, each wife is getting one of, the, you know, the, the right debt. You just don't know which is which. So, and then what happens? Nothing. Then, I don't know. Then, presumably, they could split it up, or Basin could write them a star for Raya. Okay, Lefikach, Avad Echemehem, if one of them is lost, Haria Sheni Batel, you can't use the other. I mean, you could. You could give the other to each wife individually, and then each one would be Safik Nigureshet. But Safik Nigureshet, is like the worst state to be in, so we're just going to throw out the other one. Hamisha shekasu klab tochaget. Now this gets even more interesting. If you have understand two pieces of paper, uh, you know, the shliach is delivering them. One of these is the get your husband gave you, and I'm giving him. And then he takes it back. And then he gives it again. Yes. Okay. Hamisha shekasu klab tochaget. Let's say you have five husbands that all decided they were going to use the same get, but they did. They were all their names in the get. I, Reuben Ben Shimon, divorced my wife, Sarbas Rachel, and I, what, I don't know, and I, Yaakov Ben, whatever, divorced my wife, you know, you know, Leah Bas, whatever. So, they all wrote there, it was all in one big get, okay? So, um, each plony megaris plonies, so plony plonies, they didn't move out and they didn't sign below. Kurum Sharon! It's all, they're all valid, meaning, I mean, it's one physical object, but they can all use the get. And then the get gets given to each wife and given back and given to the next wife and given back, which is funny, like, it doesn't feel like it gets used up. The get was already used, you know. Um, no, it says, it has, uh, you know, it, it works for each wife. However, if there was a separate, um, you know, uh, a, a text, 
for each one, which is going to define what that means, the eighty milmata and the witnesses signed below, eshading means trying emo kasha. It's only good for the last one. Meaning, I'll give you, well, no, no, not just, not it wasn't boilerplate, but I'll give you, no, tofi sometimes is in contrast to toref, the essential line, but tofi just means like the text of the get. It could just mean generically the entire text. So the simple sense of this Mishnah is, if you had five full versions of a, of a get, right? You know, I, Reuben, Ben Shimon, you know, divorced my wife, and then you did the whole thing a second time. With no, you did the first thing, no signatures. The whole thing a second time on the same piece of paper with a different name and a different wife, and at the bottom you had signatures. Those signatures would only go on the bottommost uh, version, because maybe they're not signing on all the five ones above, uh, you know, or everything what above. Says, you, you like all right, so what we're going to have to see is, so the simple version here is, the, the most obvious case is there's literally five different texts and then the a signatures, the signatures go only on the bottom most text because you don't know that they were intending for it to go on the stuff above that. Okay, the Gemara is going to deal with what exactly is the line between one fundamental get that the signatures go on at all or, concept, or, or conceptually multiple kikin that the witnesses only go on the bottom one. Okay, we'll see about that in the Gemara. What? That was the beginning of the mission. I, Reuben ben Shimon, divorced my wife, Sarbas Rachel, and I, Yaakov ben Yitzchak, divorced my wife, you know, Leah, Bas, Lavan, blah, 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 blah. And then it has, so you list all the, all the people and all their, all the men and all their wives, and then you have the text, and then you have the Adim. And they still don't and, think that the Adim is fight No, that seems to be the first case of the mission, that it Works. Oh, that works. That works. Then you give the get five, you know, to each one of the wives, the so same get. And if you did after number two, would we see the first two are closer or just number two? If you if if you did multiple texts and then the Aiden, the A would only work for the last uh, for, for the most bottom most. And that one would work. One and two, they need to, the Aiden are after two, and then you have three, four, five. Certainly three, four, five are out. So two is good and one is not good either. Correct. Okay. Nine Tana, so who is the Tana that speaks about the first case? Two separate key things that get mixed up. So I'm going to give you the low Rebbe Now it's interesting. He says it's not like Rebbe Lezer that speaks about Adi Mesira. I would have said if it's anything, it is Rebbe Eliezer, because if you speak about Adi Chasima, the get isn't clear who it's referring to. But the Gemara thinks it's a particularly a problem for Rebbe Eliezer if the get can get mixed up. Why? The E Rebbe Eliezer, um, I mean, or actually, no, that for Rebbe, right, for Rebbe Eliezer, the mission wouldn't work if the get got mixed up. Why? The E Rebbe Eliezer, since he focuses on the handing of the get, so, Halo Yodi Baha'i so he says, maybe for him, if he focuses on the handing of the get, the witnesses have to be able to know which get is divorcing her. According to Rabbi Mayer, let's bracket the idea that the get doesn't, isn't clear which person it's referring to, which is interesting. But nevertheless, when it was written, it was written with the intent of the right man and the right woman, and this is a total complete instrument that has the right aides with the right people in mind, okay, and then you hand it over... Whoever said that the handing, you have to know whether you're, you know, whether this is the right woman it's referring to. You can give her one getting then the next. As Rashi says, at the end of the day, the witnesses are never there who signed it are never there to witness it being given. So the fact that they don't know, you know, at the time it's given, you're not sure this is, am I giving her the right one or not? And then you give her, you know, two kitin. So when did, when did we ever say that there was, that was a relevant thing to know at the time that it was being given? They did all the signing, correct? And that's what made it a get. But according to Rabbi Eliezer, where it was not the sign 
signing that made it the get. Okay, and what's part of what makes it the get is the is the witnessing of it. So you could say if that's defined as the act of witnessing, then how can you witness it without knowing what you're seeing, right? How can you witness? So again, you could say, well, I witnessed in, in, within the totality of the act. Two pieces of paper were handed over at once. But if you think that the witnessing combines with the physical document and creates like testimony in the document, I saw the event. There was the document. It's like my testimony is in the document. Well, if you didn't see which document was doing it, how does your testimony? Yeah, I mean, who says you didn't see it? I mean, who says you didn't know that it was that document? It might have been the other one. No, okay, you didn't know that that one was the one that was written for this woman. But you did see that it has these eight right names. It's given to the right they, person. No, it's not. It might be the wrong person. It might have been written for the other one. Right? It has to be written with Shema. So Michael, with each individual one, when I when I see this given to the woman, do I know this is the document that's divorcing her? No. It might have been the other one. So how can my testimony, witnessing it being given, combine with this document and make it a document that's testifying that she's divorced if I don't know that this is the thing that's doing it? So, uh, it's, it makes complete sense. Now, if you prefer looking at the Psukim, Rashi focuses on the Psukim. Rashi says, for a mayor, the cost of la sefer kritut means the chatan. So that was done lishma. That's fine. Whereas for Rabbi Eliezer, the kasev means the writing, but somehow, I don't know, because it doesn't, he said, the Gemara assumes it also means the natan. The natan also has to be lishma. But I don't understand why for Rabbi, May, Rabbi Eliezer, I would more assume that the natan has to be lishma than for Rabbi, than for Rabbi Meir. It says the kasev law of the nasan. Anyway, so I think it has less to do with some reading of the pasuk and more to do with if the testimony was done at the time it was written, then it was a complete good instrument. But if it's becoming an instrument at the time it's handed because of the testimony that's watching it being given, how does it become an instrument to combine it with that testimony if that testimony is not aware, the witnesses are not aware that this is the instrument that is doing it? So that's the Gemara's question. Anyway, let's see what the Gemara's answer is. Um, Abai says, If you look to Rabbi Eliezer, no, can even work on Rabbi Eliezer. Aim it by Rabbi Eliezer. Ksiva lishma. Nesim lishma nibay. Nah, this is just a lishma issue. And whoever needs the Nesina Lishma you could give it and not know you know it does not mean as long as you're one of those things I mean it does have to be given as a get right we've had it before you can't give it as a Shtar Chov but if you didn't realize that this was the right woman or you only realized what, it's what you were saying but I understand I think the question made a lot of sense okay and to me actually there's another question to ask according to Rabbi Meir why is it a good get if it's not evident who it's talking about if the get has to be you know Adus written Adus how could it be Adus if you don't know which person it's talking about so that's the question the Gemara just before like Shimon Hadar in the ear Acha type of a question. All right? But anyway, somehow it assumes that whether according to Rebbe Meir, whether according to Rebbe Eliezer, it works, even though it's not clear from the get who it's referring to, and even though the witnesses who make it a get did not realize which one was doing the job, nevertheless, that somehow combines and it works. Okay, now we get on to the second part of the mission. What? Oh, there you go. Well, we're going to get to a little bit of that later. Um, not exactly that. Now we have a get that has five names in it all together. What's considered to have them all as one unit, that the signatures go on all five, and what's to have them as separate units? Um, and what's considered to be separate units? So according to him, he's saying it takes very little to break it up, right? If you say, you know, you know, Anna, Ruvain, whatever, you know, Ben Yaakov, you know, you know, the Tarichis, whatever, you know, you know, whatever, Tulea, da 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 you know, and then you said, so you had that, and you had one line, I'm divorcing my wife, and then you said, 
Well, let's do the Bet Shabbos. Well, the Gemara is going to say even if it's the same day, but whatever. Bet Shabbos, you know, Anna, whatever, you know, Yaakov Ben Yitzchak, whatever, blah blah blah, you know, da 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 da, and you have all the names, and then you have the rest of the get, right? Zareyat Mitaret Lechol Adam, Mitaret, right? Fidendi Yahavi Lichi Yinai, all the wonderful things we saw. Yahavi Lichi Yinai, blah blah blah. Okay, and here you have Adam. Okay, eight, eight. Okay, so because these are divided by different dates, that makes those fundamentally separate in units. It's not one get. It's conceptually like five, or if you want to say it this way, it's five different statements that are being made, not one statement. And therefore, we say the Adam are only going on the most proximate statement. They're not going on them all because there's five separate statements being made. That's what Rabbi Yochanan says. I don't understand it, but why? Meaning, like it's all with all together. It's just a very odd. What? I understand, but maybe it's only the last. The last person is saying Haray at. These are each one exists as an independent statement, and maybe you sort of essentially cut off the top and basically look at it only as the last statement. You need something to pull it all together to say they're all a group. Okay. You think there's no way you can have five people together? Right? Yeah. Yes, you can. Because if you didn't have a separate date, the Shabbos this, the Anna this, the Anna this. Okay. The single date makes it one group. Okay. But if you had two dates, you know, then um, then that makes it fundamentally separate statements. And the Adam only go on the most proximate. Okay? So, Zman Echad B'Kulam Zeu Klaal. Zman Echad B'Kulam Zeu Klaal. Zeu Tofes. Vaishwag B'Shamar, Avilu Zman Echad B'Kulam. Nami Avi Tofes. Even if it's one Zman, it's all, the, each one is, you know, are separate statements. Okay? Ella, Hechi Dami Klaal, what would be one big statement that would, the Adam would go on everything? Because will you, because will you write the following? Anu, we, Ploni, Ploni, we, Ruvain and Shimon and Levi and Yehuda, Kerasni and Yishasenu, we divorce our wives, you know, whatever, Leah, Rachel, Sarah, and Rivka, respectively. Okay. <laughs> you need the word respectively somewhere there. Okay, uh, okay, Gerasni and Yishasenu, Ploni, Suplonis. That would be one big statement. So, Mavsi, the Rebbe Abba, the Rebbe Yochanan, so Rebbe Abba Yochanan, who says that even having separate lines is a separate, is one statement if it's not separate dates. The Amar is Manach of the Kulam Zelkla. As long as you have one date, they're considered to be one big statement. Okay. Basically, this explains what Rachel Lakish's argument is. Even without separate dates, these are separate, these lines are separate sentences. They exist independently. And let's just say the testimony goes only on the most proximate uh, statement and not on all the statements. Why would I have that idea that if you have a whole big get, the Adam only go on the most proximate statement? Um, because who the Kasmi Kilo Milo Tanya do we not teach in a brighter Adam's Chosin Al Sheilat Shalom beget Pasul why Chayshinu Shem Al Sheilat Shalom Chasmu you have a whole get you put all this effort to write this Yetzias Van with five yuds you do everything perfectly and then at the last thing you say oh by the way you know uh, ask her how uh, how Chaim Yankel is doing okay so you write the whole get and you say the Shalu Bishlom so and so you know ask after the welfare maybe I don't know maybe it was also a way of saying Bishlom Hamelech or something like some type of a, of, a, of a, you know, of a nice way of ending a guest. All my best, love. Okay, anyway, so, <laughs> okay, so, 
If you have that, and then you have the Aedim, the Geddes Puzzle. Because the Aedim might only be testifying that, it's so funny, why do you need to testify on Sheilat Shalom? But no, maybe it's only a way of, you know, focusing on the last sentence. Okay, so, there are ways to do it. Okay, we'll talk about it, but that, okay. Anyway, so Marsh says, um, so how, so even if it's just one day, they're separate statements. Okay, so, no, 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 here's the difference. The position of Rabbi Yochan was explained to me, Sha'alu Pasul. If you said, ask after the welfare of so and so, and then the aid in sign, then they're only going on the last statement. If you say, this Sha'alu, and you should ask, so, Kasher, that's good, that makes it all part of one statement. Hachinami, Dixibe, Ploni, Ploni, Uploni. So that would be, so, and you notice I had that, right? So then you have the Echa B'Shabbos, etc., Ana, blah, 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 the Ana, whose phone is that? It's not mine, is it? Somebody in their jacket there. No? That's not my phone. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Alright. So the fact that it's one date and you have the ands. Okay, you know your teacher in high school said don't have run on sentences, so the way you had not have run on sentences you just added the word and. Right. And then John went to the store, and then he bought a cover, and then he whatever. Okay, it's all right. So anyway, so as long as you have a the and and, it makes it all one sentence, and the aid and go on the whole sentence. But if you either don't have the vav, or you have the vav, but you have a different date, okay, a separate date, the very existence of a separate date makes it a separate statement, okay? So for a Yochanan, if you have ands, it becomes one big statement, unless you have a separate date, okay? So that's the answer. Um, okay, where were we? Um, Why does a date make it a separate statement? Well, because apparently that indicates, you know, like... Uh, like it's it, because a separate date is basically sort of it's more I think self-contained right it's, it's, so if you don't have the separate date it requires all to refer to the first date and that pulls it all together with a, with a separate date it makes it a self-contained statement I understand okay so that anyway, that's his position okay okay kasha hachanam because ploni 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 the sooner of yochan and damersman cholecha del tofes once you have a separate date that creates separate documents or separate statements my so I don't get it. The Gemara says, if it's separate dates, forget that it's not. A, it's a problem because it's uh, different statements, and the eighty only goes on the last one. But they're different dates, and therefore, assuming like we did that this was Sunday and this was Monday and this was whatever. So if you wrote a date on a date a, a date on one day and signed it the following day, it's not only if it's nighttime. Signed it the following day. Signed it not on the date it was written. It's invalid. It doesn't have to be given on the date it's written, but it has to be signed it has to be signed on the date that it's written so therefore the Gemara says if in this scenario they have different dates so obviously the first ones are invalid they were all they were all written before the day before they were signed so the Gemara says um so the Gemara says, "I'm going to mark Kashisha Braid Rav Chiza Lavashi. How can I mean a Mishmeid Rav Yochanan? And here's what we say in the name of Yochanan: the Kasevu B'Chab B'Shabbat B'Chab B'Shabbat. No, no, no. It's not different dates. Whoever said they were different dates? There's a separate date, but they're all the same date. Okay. So, okay. So therefore, because that's even more of a proof that they're step. No, no, no. They're mom. It's the same date. On Sunday, January first, I blah blah blah, and on Sunday, January first, I blah blah blah. So even more so, the fact that it is redundant and you're still saying the date again shows how that's enough to make it a separate statement, right? So therefore, if it's different dates, it's invalid because the early stuff was dated before it was signed. If it's the same date, and even with a connecting and, okay, then it's a kosher because it's all the same date, 
and the fact that it's, a, that it's written again, even though it's got the vav, the and word, makes them self-contained statements. Especially once now it's redundant, all the more it makes them separate statements, okay? But without the same date, without the repetition of the date, and just the and to connect it, it's one thing. Everyone agrees that if it's different dates, then it's... Okay. Yeah, then it's possible for other reasons. Okay, so the says like this. Um Ravina Ravasi, the way Shlaki Samizman Echo the Kula Nami Tofes, claims that Shlaki says even with one date um, and all the ands connecting it, it's still multiple statements. Have Hechidami Klal, and what would be the case of one big statement that it would work for all of them? Anu Ploni, 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 Suplonis. Okay, so the says what? It's like, Mimanashach, if you're doing so much effort to make it one statement that the Aegis works, then it, it's really one statement. So how does one conceptual get work for multiple people? Meaning, Rabbi Yochanan strikes a balance. Rabbi Yochanan says, if you do this, okay, the vows are enough to connect it as one continuous statement that the witness testimony goes on all of them, but these also exist as separate lines that you could say each statement works. This line works for this woman, and this line works for this woman, and this line works for this woman. So each one of those is a little mini get, or, or you know, that's divorcing a separate woman. Okay, so, the, so there's enough to make it one that the aidus works, but enough separate to make it separate kitin that works for separate women. But for Rishwakish, we really Shimon Lady and Yehuda divorce our wives you know, Rocco, you know, Leia, whatever, that's one statement that's working for multiple women. Well, maybe that shouldn't work. Okay? So it says... Um, uh, the Torah says, the cost of law. For her and not for her and not for her and her friend. You know, one gets her person. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. The hunger cost is plony gearish plonies to plony gearish plonies. So you start by a claw. We, this is sort of like what Michael was saying also. You could sort of make a claw at the end. You make a claw at the beginning. Because we, Ruben, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, divorce our wives, you know, Rachel, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, so, and then you say, I, Ruben, divorce my wife, so and so. I, Shimon, divorce my wife, so and so. But the record is started by saying, we as a collective, makes clear that the Aegis at the end goes on everything, okay? You could have also, more logically, I think you would have said what Shazaykel was saying, you would have started by individual statements, and then you'd say, and we are all divorcing our wives, or something, and then the Aegis sign at the end, okay? But that's what Rishwaki says. He needs there to be a collective, and then you need to break it out into individual, in order that it be separate gitin, working for separate women, okay? Um, okay. My Shnami Hadatanya he says, I don't get it. Maybe one get should work for multiple wives. How is it different than that which we taught? If you give over all your property to two of your, of your slaves, and remember, slaves are part of your property. So I say, I'm giving over all my property to Reuben and Shimon, my slaves. Okay? So, I know that would be Reuben and Shimon because it has to be a Tanani. Okay, anyway. Um, whoever it is. So they both own all the property, including they, have, they are half free because each one, everyone owns half the property. So they half own themselves, which makes them half free, and they're, ha- and they're half owned by the other slave. Okay? <laughs> so they own all the property, now they have to free one another. Anyway, what first is interesting is it's one document that's giving it to two, everything to two slaves. And, but it's serving as a star shikhur, right? Because it's not just a transfer of property, you're freeing the slaves in the process. 
And we learn a star shikra from a get isha. So how could here you have one star shikra working for two slaves? So you see, maybe you could have one get working for two women. So Gemara says, one minute. No, 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 no. Over there in Baba Basra, where that whole sugya comes up, or wherever it comes up, okay, um, we said that it was talking about two separate starot. It's not that you at once I'm giving all my property to my slave John and another thing I'm giving all my property to my slave Fred and you gave both starot to both slaves at the same time. Okay, so you wouldn't have one document for two slaves you had two documents for each a document for each slave each one claiming you were giving everything to that one. So the effect of the two documents combined is that they all own half. Each one, you know, they're, they're joint partners and everything. Anyway, so the conclusion of the Gemara is, is that you cannot have one star shikra for two slaves you cannot have one get for two wives and therefore if for Rabbi Yochanan you have a collective statement it has to be followed by individual statements I mean if for Rish Lakish okay now the Gemara says like this Tiny Kavas to Rabbi Yochanan Tiny Kavas to Rish Lakish we have a support for Rabbi Yochanan support for Rish Lakish Tiny Kavas to Rabbi Yochanan support for Rabbi Yochanan Chamisha Shekasu Betocha Get five people are going to get each plony regards plonies so plony plonies so plonies plonies okay so that's it's one date dating the Lamata it's all good because it's one date and you have the vubs connecting the different the different lines it's all good give it to each woman give it and then re-give it to each woman however if there are separate date even if it's the same date but a separate dating for each line the 80 millimeter then the Adam only good with the bottommost statement. So he is even more makeal than anything we see now. He says, if there's a break in the line between them, if you just had it would all be one, it would all be one, one get. The only way it wouldn't be again is if you left a blank line and then you said, you know, like this. The blank line and the separate date or is enough to create a sense that each one is meant to exist independently. Okay, so he's the most makeal that, that is very, that under most circumstances will read it all as one big testimony and one big document. Um, Okay. Uh, okay. A separate date is not enough to make them separate statements. If you have five people that wrote a, a, a collective statement, Anu, we, Ploni, Uploni, Ploni, Suplonis. And then this spells out everything we said before. Okay, if it was collective, it'd be, that makes it one ages, but then it's a problem that you have one gets divorcing multiple women, so then you have individual statements as well. Plony Girish Plonis, Plony Girish Plonis. So after the collective, you have the individual. There's Manech of the Kulam, and you have one time. That Aidim Milamata, the Aidim below, Kulam Ksherim. It's all good. There's nothing to Kolachas and gives each one. However, if you have Zman to Kolachas Vachas, if there's a different time, date for each one, or a different dating, I should say, the Revach to Kolachas Vachas, and a separate line, or maybe or a separate line, that includes and or, or the Aidim Milamata and the Aidim are below, as Shedim Nikra. It's kasher. Rav Meir Omer, Rav Meir said, I'm sorry, no, the first one is clearly an and. So the first one said, if a separate date and is lying, that would break it up. Okay? Rav Meir Omer, no, no, no. As long as there's a separate dating, it breaks it up. So now this is, this right went from one extreme to the next. It said, what made a kasher? If you had a big collective statement, we, Ruben, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, right? You had a big collective statement. What makes it separate statements? You have separate dating and a 
to add, uh, add, add alliances between each one. Why do you need all that? Just get rid of the collective statement, and you, then it'll be right. If you need the collective statement to make it one unit, why did you say to make it separate units? You need dates and a separate dating and a line between them, etc. Just get rid of the collective statement, and all of a sudden you've got a problem. So that's what the Gemara asks. The Gemara says. Uh, why does Reish Lakish need a separate date to break it up even if it's one date if you don't have the collective statement then, se- then these are separate units so the Gemara says no yes if you didn't have a collective statement, then you have multiple gitin, you know, multiple, you know, multiple units, and it's a problem. But what if you had a collective statement? Is it possible even following a collective statement that you would say in the end you're still left with separate units? So he says, If you have the statement, you could still break it up by having a separate date and a line feed. You get it? So according to Shluckish, okay, even the most thing that is the most combined, Anna, the Anna, the Anna, this is all separate statements. Okay, what you need to make it all one statement so that the Aiden works for everything is you have to say, Anu, Cloney, Uploni, Uploni, okay? You have to have a collective statement in the beginning, then you have the individual ones which allow it to be function, a different get for each one, but you have the collective, and that's what works for Ace Luckish. If you don't have the collective statement, no good. But if you have the collective statement, you can still turn it into separate Gitin and still turn it into separate Eidos by having, by, ha- by putting in the dates, okay, here. So once you put in the dates and then you put in a line feed between them, a gap, so then the, 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 the big collective statement you made way up at the beginning becomes irrelevant. It's clear from the continuation of it that we're dealing with separate units, okay? Now, in Michael's case, if you had a collective statement after, at the bottom, before the atom, presumably that would be okay, because that's right before the atom that pulls it together. But this starts with making it a group, but then as you continue reading, I mean, you've got separate dates, separate lines, you know, and so on, so that already would be enough to break it up. Yes, Jenna. So that would be possible. I mean, or the item would only no, go on the most, on the bottom of. Right. Okay. All right. Next Mishnah. All right. Shnei Gitin, Shiksavam Zebesadzer. So Shnaim, this is a Edim, Ayivim by Mitachazel, Mitachazel. You have two Gitin that were written in parallel columns. By the way, look at Rashi. You see Rashi where he says, um, uh, where was it? There was an interesting Rashi that had a Laz here, and now I can't find it, where the Raz was basically the word columns. Um, okay. Uh, I'm not finding it. I won't waste that more of a time. Okay, anyway. So you have basically two Gitin written in two columns, okay? And you have witnesses at the bottom. You've got Anna, Ruvain, right? Ben Yaakov, you know, Tarichis, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. My wife, Plonit, whatever, Sarah, Sarah. Bat Shimon, okay. I keep on doing Bat Leia, whatever. I know, I know. Okay. And then you have another one, right? Anna Yaakov Ben Yitzchak, okay. Yitzchak, whatever, you know, Rivka Bat Lavan, okay. <laughs> okay, blah, 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 blah. Okay, you have these two, and they're written on one piece of paper in two columns, okay. And then you have, you know, the signatures, okay. Shimon Ben Yaakov, whatever, he's, he's a car, but okay, eight, okay, and it goes over, right, it stands the column, Shimon Ben Yaakov, eight, okay, so you have this, the eight and sign on the bottom, okay, so is that, does that signature work for both? 
How does it work? Okay? So that's the case. Shnegim Shiksam Zebisadzev, Shnaim Adim Ivrim, two Hebrew signatures. Now, the funny thing here is Rashi and a lot of Rishonim, you know, it's clear from the Mishnah that if you have Greek signatures, that the Hebrew signatures are assumed to be associated with the column on the right, and the Greek signatures are assumed to be associated with the column on the left. You tell me why. Because Greek goes from left to right. So if you basically are having, we'll call it English, right? Right? That's my signature. Isn't that lovely? That was Dave, Dove Windsor. Anyway, okay, you have it like this. So this signature goes to the left column, and this signature goes to the right. For some reason, and I cannot begin to understand this, because Rashi and the and, and Tosos and all the Sephardi Rishon, they were living in countries where the vernacular was the la- a language that went from left to right. And nevertheless, for some bizarre reason, they don't say that. They assume that the, that the Greek is also going from right to left, but that somehow it like reverses. It has the father's name first and the son's name second, right? The patronym first or whatever, like Jacobson John. So they, were, they read it as if it said Jacobson John, so because it basically is now John Jacobson that therefore it's go, it goes to the one on the left okay clearly it's not the shot uh, I looked just to check a little reality check in the Kahati Mishnah it just takes it obviously for granted of course that's what it means it means it's going from left to right okay so basically you have Hebrew signatures going from right to left they're connected immediately to the right hand column he, Greek signatures left to right they're connected Jewish, to the left hand right? column really they're all Jews they're all Jews they're just signing it in Greek okay all right which is kosher. Because if you had a non-Jewish signature... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's, 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 it's totally kosher, okay? I mean, it's, it's Jews or whatever, it's kosher to sign it in Greek. Okay, let's go on. Okay. So it assumes that you have to be directly underneath the get. So the only ones are, if it's in this order, Hebrew first and then Greek, the right-hand column is kosher because these are distant from the get that they refer to. If it doesn't matter. The presumption of the mission will see in the Gemara, but the presumption of the Mishnah is that the signatures have to be immediately following the document. Okay? So here, the o- only, it's the only, it's, it's the, the right-hand conversation. If the Greek signatures were first, then the left-hand get would be kosher. They would go on the left-hand get, and the right one, the signatures would be too distant. Okay? Simple, you got it? Yeah. Okay, simple point. Moving on. Okay. Let's say you alternated. Hebrew, Greek, Hebrew, Greek. Okay, so you have no two signatures on the same get together. Right? You're alternating. This is a signature for the right get, a signature for the left get, a signature for the right get, a signature for the left get. So in that case, they're both invalid. So this Mishnah assumes that for get to be kosher, you need the two witnesses to be proximate to one another and directly proximate, you know, juxtaposed to the get. So here where there's a hefsake, this these signatures are not good. And if they alternated, then there's a hefsake with any pair, so it's not good. That's the presumption of the Mishnah. Moving alcove and moving whatever, then they both be good. You didn't have any funny signatures at all. No, then only the right hand. This is because it's only considered to go, it starts, it's lined up where it starts defines which column it relates to. You're just spanning both columns. Yes, correct. Okay, like that's that's the presumption here, right? If something starts here, it is not a signature on this get. It's only a signature on the get that it lines up with. What's the thing? We were signing both. Okay, well, that's the, the Gemara is going to try to turn it into a signature on both. But basically, the fundamental is you have to start lined up with you know the get that you're on. Now, it is an interesting question. Let's say there was only one get, 
and you started, and you started, you know, your signature a little bit outside of the column, right? Shimon Ben Yehuda, right? There's only one guest, right? Would that be kosher, you know? It's not a so, but it is true that the presumption here is that as certainly if we have to, maybe it would be kosher, okay? But the presumption here is that we, that we, that we, that we can, all, that if we have to choose between which one it's going on, it's going on the one on the right. I don't know. Why can't we say it's going on both? It runs under both. It's going on both. So it started a little bit before, okay? But that seems to be, I don't know if it's because fundamentally it assumes that you can't have one agus on two separate things. I mean, it's in a way, it's what well, you did before, right? It's a good point. Before you did, but somehow it was in one statement. And this, I don't know. I mean, it's a good point. Yeah. Right next to each other. What? It does mean something that you're right next to each other. It's logically not meant. It wasn't meant to apply to the other, right? If you wanted to indicate that you were only signing right. one, how would you sign right. under the Exactly. And well, you might be careful not to sign, not have it run a long way. In some way, it is parallel to the previous one because the previous statement is that once those things are separate statements, like Leishaki said, we have to separate separate manim, the testimony can only go on the most proximate, right? Remember that's what we said before. If you had separate manim, if it wasn't a claw, they only go... So there was a presumption that if once they're separate statements, only one agus can go on one statement. And here, clearly, they're separate statements. So there does seem to be a fundamental presumption that we can only have one agus per statement. You can't have an agus on two separate statements. So therefore, this goes with the one it's lined up with, and that goes with the one it's lined up with. If I had Shimon, you know, only over the bottom one, then I had a bunch of space, and then I had a Yibunin one on the left, yeah. and one to the right, yeah. What? What do you mean? If I compress Shimon and Yaakov to the right side, yeah. right, and then and the Yibunin one to the left side. Oh, no, I don't think so. I mean, we're going to do it in the Gemara, but the simple sense of this Mishnah is you cannot have space between the get and the signatures. If you could, why not just let, you know, why not just let the Greek signatures work for the stuff on top? Oh, you think because there's actually writing? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe. We'll see in the Gemara, okay? But it could be, but, but I think that the simple sense is, is that the, that the signatures have to be proximate to one another and proximate to the document that they're on. But let's see what the Gemara does with it. Okay, the least kosher, hi, Beruvain, ben Yaakov, aid. No, no, it's much like this. I don't get this. It's Shimon ben Yaakov, right? So just have, we have two signatures here. Here's Shimon, and here it's ben Yaakov. Okay? So why don't we let it work like that? Okay, so Hadat's Nan taught in the next Mishnah, Benish Ploni Aid Kasher, but if you just say son of Ruvain, Aid, it's Kasher. Okay, this just says Shimon, it doesn't even have the word Aid, but it assumes that Shimon with Ben Yaakov Aid, the Aid was enough to go on both of them, so it's like it says Shimon Aid and Ben Yaakov Aid, and each one should be you a signature. Say, we, you could say anything, if I just want one signature, Shimon, let's say we're regular. Yeah. If I just did Michael Ben Eliel, there were saying that two signatures? No, but in this case, let's read it that way. Okay, Benish Ploni Aid Kasher, so it must have no. Because of Reuven Ben Akama, the Yaakov Aid Abasa. Now, unfortunately, though, we would say that, but this guy, unfortunately, puts a Ben in this column. Okay, so now we're stuck. So the Gemara says, "V'lis kasher hai v'ruvin ben, v'lis kasher hai v'yakov aid." Now, so what? Still make that good. That's not each plony aid kasher. So Yaakov aid. Maybe the guy's name was Yaakov. All we have is this get in front of us. So maybe the guy's name was Yaakov. So this is Yaakov aid, and that goes on this. And this is a uh, Shimon Ben, which maybe means I don't know the son of Shimon or something. So maybe that's an interesting read. Anyway, the Gemara says no. The low cost of aid. You didn't write the word aid at the end. So just Yaakov by itself or Shimon Ben by itself wouldn't do. 
do it. You, if it's not a full signature, you either need a full signature, Reuven ben Shim, you know, Shimon ben Yaakov, Reuven ben Yaakov, or if you have a partial signature, you need the word aid to sort of show that, you know, it's give it its weight. Yaakov aid, ben Shimon aid. The Ebay Seima, Lolam decussive aid, you have it. But the Adinan Baha'i Chasimah who have Yaakov. We know the signature. This is Shimon's signature. It's not Yaakov's signature. You can't read it. Yaakov aid. Oh, the aid's name was Yaakov. It wasn't. Name, we know it's Shimon's signature. So anyway, so this does not work by itself. It has to be read as one thing, and therefore it's clearly going on the, on the one on the right. So the Gemara says, the Dilma Bishma Davua Chasim. So what? So even though his name is Shimon, okay, maybe he calls himself after his father's name, Yaakov. Maybe he gives himself a nickname after his father. I mean, you know, Yaakov's son. I'm calling myself Yaakov. So the Gemara says, no. Somebody would not not use their name and have the chutzpah to just call themselves by their father's name. Okay, maybe he's not calling himself by his father's name, but maybe he's using it to represent, like as like a family crest. So Yaakov means the family of Yaakov or something like that. Okay, Daha Rav Sir Kivra, Rav instead of signing his name, would just like draw a little fish and that would be his sign. Rabbi Chanina Harusa, he would draw like a palm tree. Rav Chizda Samech, a Samech for Chizda. Okay, Rav Hoshea Ayin. Rabbi Bar Rav Hunatsir Makusa, draw like a, a, a mast for a, for a sail. Okay, so you see you could even draw a symbol that just is a way of represent, uh, it substitutes as your signature. So maybe Yaakov is just his way of using it as a symbol. So the Gemara says the same thing. The Gemara says, no. Somebody would have the chutzpah to use his father's first name as a symbol to represent his signature. Okay. Now the Gemara says, gets to the more central question. The Gemara says, I don't get it. Like, let this, these two signatures go on this one, and these two signatures go on this one. They deal with they're not proximate to the actual, you know, document itself. Um, uh, just non. Get Shakaso Ivris, the aid of Yavanis, Yavanis, the aid of Ivris, if it's written and signed in different languages, Kasher. The Chi came and Yona, you'll say no. Kiman de Muflag, Bishnei Shitim Lo. Ah, these two signatures are two lines removed from the get they're going on. Like, that seems to be the obvious problem of the Mishnah, that the signatures on the bottom are not proximate. But the Gemara says, one minute. That might be true in the Mishnah, but it doesn't work with what Chizkiah says. Ramar Chizkiah Malu Bikrovim Kasher. Chizkiah said, if you have a get that had, um, that had, um, blank lines, it's true. It's true that blank lines are a problem. Okay? The get has to be proximate to the writing. But what Chizkiah said was, if you had a get like this, that had blank lines, and the, and the Adam were not right under, you could fill in those lines. How would you fill in those lines? You can get relatives to sign your names. Just fill it in with junk, which is amazing. You think relatives well, sign the, their names. It's like, it's like Nimsa, yeah, as long as it's, it's like Nimsa But Chizka basically says, a gap sets them apart from the writing. But if you fill in that gap, even if you fill it in with junk, essentially, it, it, it's all continuous. So if you could have a relative 
sign here, which clearly is not kosher edus, why can't you have Hebrew signatures in the opposite direction and let these still be good for that? So why is the gap a problem? It just makes it that it's not connected. It's like... Well, you just find a name randomly? No. Yeah, you know, or you found some people's name. I don't know. There's no, there's exactly. You have to see the signature testifying to what is written. If there's a gap... You know they wrote aid? Right? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. Okay. <laughs> You don't have to say the word A, by the way. It's, if you have a full signature, it's good even without the A. Wait, <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay. So that's what the answer is. Hatani Ziri Shneim Ksherim. Now, you know what? Good point. Ziri has a different version of our Mishnah. Ziri says in this case, it was the that both of the Gitin are kosher. Okay, it's not just the top one. In the case of our Mishnah of the Yavanim and the and the Ivrin, right? Yaakov ben Shimon or whatever. They say, yeah, both of the given are kosher. These are kosher because these ate them, and these are kosher because of these ate them. And it doesn't matter that, there, uh, that there's a gap. Okay? He has a different version of the Mishnah. The Tanadidan, according to our Tana, that the, uh, that the signatures at the bottom don't work. Why not? Maybe they're writing in a, in a bizarre way, right? He says, like, in an unusual way. And they're really all going on the top get. Now, I don't begin to understand this, but uh, the basic argument is, is that if this is written right to left, and even though you've got Greek signatures underneath, maybe there's also, in this case, choosing to write, I don't know, right to left, or something bizarre that will say that they follow the lead of the signatures above, and somehow their signatures are meant to refer to this get and not to that, because they're following the lead of the signature above. Okay, and somehow they're writing backwards or something, I don't know how they're writing, that it makes it that, in this case, even the Greek signatures are beginning on the right get. Quindley Reggie says just means in like an unusual and strange way. Let's just finish it up because it's going to be the same point and let's just read to the Mishnah. If you alternate. So the Gemara has the same question. I don't understand. Why not have Hebrew and Greek and Greek signature go on the right on, on document one, and then the next Hebrew and Greek go on document two? Because we're back to our assumption that it does not have to be proximate. There could be a gap. So let's just have two on two and two on two. End of story. So the Gemara says, "Hatani Ziri Shem Kim." You're right. Ziri says that both of the Gitin are good there. The Tana Didan and our Tana. No, maybe one of those signatures is backwards. Okay, again, I can't. You can't begin to explain that. The Klosachad, the Chadachad, meaning because maybe one of those signatures is backwards, so if you have alternating, right, we would say, wherever my other thing is, okay, and here's Shimon, whatever, so you have alternating, we would say, well, maybe because this one starts on the right, this is meant to start on the right, and this starts on the right, so you have three on this document, and this guy did it the natural way, and he's on the left. So only the right document is kosher. Or maybe it's the opposite. This guy started on the right. This guy said, what do you, I'm, I'm signing on the left. I'm doing my normal thing. And then everybody else followed him. So you have one eight on this and three on that. So you don't know which one has the ages or not. Anyway, I can't begin to understand how a Greek signature could be backwards. But anyway, we will end with that. And we will pick up with the next mission tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. Even, even if like they, you know, I'm signing on the first one and I'm signing on the second one, then it will be fine. Right? Uh, what do you mean they said verbally? No. <laughs> no. It all has to do with. Uh, I mean, it's a good point. But here, visually, there's nothing. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that I think the general presumption would be it has to be clear from it as from it as an independent as standing alone as a document, like that. that you know what? You know what? You know what it's going on. It's, it's not clear. Even when you have a long name, right? Right. Then you can you can assume that it's a short name. You stretch the right. There's this funny far side where this farmer is like taking a uh, branding iron out of you know the fire yeah. and it's like this it's like this huge thing says this here cow belongs to farmer Joe so keep your hands on so you didn't say any of your car thing you still you still you need to have it this could still be a problem right no, because it's only Nate Kunolam, so Aiding Mesir Karki actually could work. I mean, there's a question if even if you say Aiding Mesir Karki could bad Aiding Khatima invalidate, but this isn't as much bad as the absence of it. So, you know, probably would work. Would you review the process of handing over a case? They give the woman the case. Uh, right now, they do that, and they, um, and they, I think, keep to get on their files, and they tear it so it doesn't get reused, and then they give her some documentation. Giving no, one woman to two get in and then taking it back. Yeah, but that's only because of the special case. The normal thing is she would just hold on. Would she hold on? Yeah, that would be her proof. That she was that's right. Yeah. So how yeah. that special case? What, what how they are approved? They probably write her some type of. A, uh, I mean, the first woman. You're the base. Would probably write her that we, the base, and witnesses get being given, and you are whatever. She wasn't tested her husband already, and I don't do it. <laughs> 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 now you're gonna get me my own get so that I can get my kasuba. <laughs> Which star they pre- does she present to, to collect her ksuba? The get or the or the or the uh, kiddush? Why to collect her ksuba? She has to present what like a star? Uh, a get. A get. Right? Yeah. So the first woman needs to have some sort of receipt. Right. right. 